Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to A New World of Wealth, the podcast where we unpick the financial challenges Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs just like you are experiencing every single day. We share stories, solutions, and simple tips you can start using right away to get the clarity you need to organize your financial future. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, my name is Jackie Yip, and I am one of the certified financial planner here at Ocean 6 Wealth Advisory. We are on a mission to transform the financial industry and provide innovative advice and life-changing financial plans to help you win and not the CRA or the banks. Now, sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. There is a big gap in our financial industry here in Canada. I wanted to dive into a little bit as to what I consider this missing gap. I believe there is a big disconnect between what the consumer wants and how the industry operates. But before I get into that, I first have to share with you the origin of my story, how I became a financial advisor in the first place. So early in my adult life, I was still studying in, in BCIT for my computer science degree but I had to borrow some money to go to school. But I did not need it at all because I had some part-time jobs and some savings of my own. But I still took the money and I know that I need to at least one day pay that back once I finish school. So naturally, I went to the local bank and asked for some advice. I wanted to find out what I could do with this money and keep it a little bit safe, but also have some growth in it. Ultimately, I'm not actually worried about not having this money to return back to the government because, well, I went to school to try and get a better job to pay this off. But with the 30-minute consult with the local bank, I was recommended something called a GIC, a Guaranteed Income Certificate. And for those who don't know, that's basically guaranteed return on your money, but at a very low interest rate environment. So for three or four years that I have been doing that and keeping my money inside a GIC, I earned, let's call it next to nothing. It was a few thousand, a thousand less than a thousand dollars is what I, what I remembered it to be. So I went on by my days and I did not know any of this. And I started to find work and started to become a full-time employee of an IT firm. So now I'm starting to really make some money. And again, paying back this debt was no longer an issue. I was starting to pay that off. And I continued to hold on to my GIC. Long story short, I ran into my first advisor, first manager, first mentor while I was working part-time at a future shop. And if you guys still remember, future shop, it was the old Best Buy of the day. That shows you a little how old I might be. So I was recruited into the financial industry through this manager because he thought I had a pretty good customer service base and that my customer service skills would really come in handy in the financial industry. And I knew nothing about the finances and I knew nothing about money. And I thought, well, this is a good opportunity for me to learn a little bit more about how money works. And so I didn't think much of it at the time. I didn't plan to become a full-time, full-fledged financial advisor, but I just really wanted the education of how money really worked in Canada. This company that I worked for was an insurance-based financial firm. And so it was a very classical uh, recruitment-based industry where you would be recruited into the industry. You would be taught and learn a lot of the different ways that they do business. And it was up to me to find my own clients to start my own career. 
I was first introduced to what was known as the six steps of financial planning. It sounded really great. It wanted, it showed me everything I needed to know about how money works in a simplified format. I knew now what income and expenses or what we call cash flow should look like and why someone should save for the future and all the benefits of saving and retirement and, and starting young. And I thought this was a great fit for me because I was starting to get a little tired of sitting behind the desk, looking at computers all day long. What I really excelled at was problem solving and actually seeing the people. I worked with different department heads in my IT days, and I was able to connect with them to figure out what their problems were and start to craft a solution that would work for them and for the other departments of the company. I realized that I had a knack for really connecting two ends together. I figured if I could really devote myself to this craft of the financial industry, I could do the same thing. I could start to show others just like me who'd been maybe burned by the bank or just starting out in life and had no level of education or financial literacy whatsoever, and that I could teach them the six steps of financial planning to create their future success. So I saw, I started to see my clients and I started to develop my career. Over the last 10 years of my career, I must have seen over a thousand different clients. But each client that I saw really resonated and really reaffirmed me as to what they were looking for. They were really looking for someone to help them with their overall finances. They were looking for an advisor that goes beyond the rate of return. And they were looking for a trusted person that they can rely on when they ever have a financial question. So really, if you really think about it, what they all were really looking for was a financial coach. Someone that could tell them and guide them through these complex mazes of finances and also to ensure that they are on the right track so that they are going to be okay for the future, for, for the tomorrow, and for their legacy, for the everlasting part for the family. That's really what I prided myself in, in helping clients achieve their financial security and financial confidence that they can actually get to where they wanted to go. Now, we were taught for those first 10 years of my career that advice should be given for free through these six steps of financial planning tool, food, through these different webinars and presentation. We would guide our clients through free advice and in hopes that they would gain their trust so that we would sell them insurance or investments that could solve their problems. That was the only way I knew how this business worked, and that's the world that I kind of was brought towards that financial advice is actually free and that the real pay is only when you gain the trust and sell them a product, a solution for their problems for that is used in insurance or investment solutions. So really, you can start to see that maybe there is a problem out there now that the big gap in this industry really is to do with how the advisors are actually getting paid in this industry. I think personally that I've met over 10,000 different advisors around the globe, and most of them are very heart-centered and they have the really the heart to really help and the desire to really help their clients move forward with their lives. However, the product side of 
this industry, the sale of products was really the goal here because that's how we got paid. At the end of the day, we are not a charity. We still have families to feed. We have mouse to feed and we have a business to run. And so all of this really does have a financial cost on the financial advisor as well. Now, it's not wrong to sell a product, to be honest. There are tons of salesmen out there. But when clients come looking for an advisor whose goal is to look for advice, guidance, and coaching, yet the the only way that they could get paid in this industry was through product sales, there really is starting to become a disconnect in this industry. Fast forward a few years, in the midst of my career, I was very blessed and was able to attend a global conference known as the MDRT, Million Dollar Roundtable. It is an insurance-based conference, but as the years has evolved, it is definitely a little bit more holistic now. There are aspects of financial planning inside these conferences. There are other wealth coaches out there in this space as well. So I was able to start to see the world as a whole and starting to really talk about these similar problems that I was facing in my career, that I was starting to have a disconnect between what I thought was right, what I thought that we should be doing as an industry versus what the industry is telling us to do, which is to give free advice and sell products to our clients. I felt like that there should be something more in this industry. And lucky for me, This industry has changed quite a bit around the world, and it has pushed forward a lot more transparency and a lot more professionalism. And I start to see that in countries and in different parts of the world, like UK and Australia, they start to forego the compensation model of product selling. And they started to really look at the value of the advice that the financial advisor was giving. And so a new trend has emerged named fee for advice, fee for service. These words may have you have may have heard on in the financial space or other advisors or are options that are starting to become more relevant, which is where you can now pay a fee for honest and unbiased advice that is not tied to any product sales. That was really where my head was going. I didn't know it at the time, but that was really what I thought the true spirit of financial planning should be all about. So on the 10th year of my career in this industry, I've already started to do the work. I started to apply and myself to the designation certified financial planner. I really have to thank some of my ex-business partners and my uh, colleagues in my old firm to really have pushed forward that for me as well. Because without them, I wouldn't have known about this designation as much as I should have. And without them, I wouldn't have been brought to these million dollar roundtable as well. These things helped me open my eyes that this industry has more than just the products alone. And so the certified financial planning designation really talks about those six steps of financial planning, but in a more granular sense and a more technical sense. It touches based on more taxation issues, corporate owner issues, all sorts of advanced financial planning skills that is required to take to get the certified financial planning designation. So in 2019, when I finally received my CFP designation, I made a commitment that I wanted something different for this industry and for my clients to be able to experience a new type of advice, an advice that isn't really tied to financial products. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Financial products are important to the success of your financial future because without them, without investing, without insurance, you're not going to get to the destination. You're not going to get to the dreams, right? Without the understanding of that, of all the tools that are at your disposal. So I have nothing against these products as a whole. Now, where again, where I thought the the problem lied was that the advisor giving away these advice for free is really tied to a hidden contract where there is a motive to help guide you that conversation towards that product. Sometimes you have those products, you just need some restructuring. Sometimes you just need somebody else to tell you that you'll be okay. And sometimes you just need someone to really hold your hands to to guide you through all the right things that you can be doing with your income, your debts, your expenses, your insurance, and your investment. And not necessarily someone to sell you more products or more insurance. At the end of the day, I think there is equal value in our time. If an advisor has spent years in learning how financial planning works, they are at, they have the rights to ask for a fee, fee for that education to be passed on to their clients. And that education could be really be more like a coaching and a true advisory skill. Now, it's a lot like lawyers and accountants, to be honest. At the end of the day, they are in the same boat. They went to years of schooling, learned lots of different technical aspects of their, of their craft in giving you that advice and giving that time to you to guide you along the right path. That is what you're really paying for when you're paying for legal or tax advice. Why isn't this the same in the financial industry? Well, little and behold, I have now found my new home here at Ocean 6. Jay and I met at one of these MD com- MDRT conferences many years ago, and I've seen his practice transform. And this is how I got involved in learning more about this industry in a different perspective. And I finally made that decision early 2020 to join this wonderful team and this growing industry of fee for advice planning. And this is the story that I wanted to share with you guys. There is a different set of advisors out there offering fee, true fee for advice financial planning. I encourage the listeners here, if you've are in that position of looking for something more than just insurance and investment product sales, you're looking for an advisor that can stick handle all aspects of your finances on a really holistic level with you in mind, hire a financial advisor that is fee for advice. This is the only way that you are guaranteed that they are working on your best interest because at the end of the day, you pay for their time. And they're no longer worried about making a living because they've already earned your income through the planning stages. So this is my devotion and now my new mission in this financial industry. I hope that the Canadian financial industry really starts to highlight the difference between fee for advice, true financial planning versus financial advice through products, sales of insurance and investment products. I think there is a big disconnect in this industry and that there is a difference between the two types of advice. Listen carefully, observe closely, and ask the right questions. If you're in the market for a financial advisor and you're not certain whether or not it's meeting your expectation, 
just ask how are they getting paid and ask yourself what is the type of advice you are looking for and who do you think is the best fit for your financial future. There is a better way out there. I'm encouraging all of you guys to explore that, to find what is right for you and your family. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you found this information useful in taking your next steps towards a new world of wealth. If this conversation has sparked your interest and you'd like to have a chat, click on the link in our podcast for more information on ways you can connect. Finally, make sure you hit subscribe to be the first to access future episodes or just tune in to previous ones. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing day.